This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we now present to you On the Arts, an hour of discussion and discovery about the arts in St. George and Southern Utah. And now your hosts for On the Arts, Michael and Christina Harding. Good afternoon, St. George. This is Michael Harding. And this is Christina Harding. And we're here with On the Arts, that show that is dedicated to blowing the lid off of all of these little artistic secrets that we have here in Southern Utah. So many, and we're back again. Absolutely. Now, I have to say, I love the delight on the faces of all of our guests whenever we say that. I, They're always, so happy to be here with us. Yes, we I've dreamt are. of having yeah. a catchphrase. <laughs> so it, we're actually uh, very excited to have in our studio today two guests. Yes. Uh, we'll begin with Dr. Nancy Allred, yes. who we've had on the show before, but we had such a great time. We're having <laughs> we, you back she's here. She's back. Yes, and we I also, am back. <laughs> and of course, we do have things to plug, of yes, course. Yes, we do. Yes. And, and I love talking to you. Too. Oh, good. good <laughs> we yes. love having you here. And we also have Dr. Kawai Yu is going to be coming in later, also a former guest of our show Mm -hmm. and one I will never forget it was one of my favorite shows where I didn't think it was hard-hitting journalism or anything like Uh that I just happened to find the title of his doctoral uh, dissertation Mm -hmm. and as we were talking I started reading it to him and said I just want your comment and it had to do with Brahms I believe or or something (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the look on his face was wonderful he just started to beam (laughs) and I'll do my best impression of him how did you get that? <laughs> My ways. Yes. Right. Stalking is what we call it. But yeah. anyways, to, to keep everybody informed as to what's going on, we do have a few things that we wanted to well, make sure you knew about. Just a little bit of reminders of what's coming up this weekend for those who might be interested. Uh, we do have out at Kayenta a street painting festival that is April 27th and uh, 10 to 6 and 8... April 28th, 10 to 5. And so if you enjoy the weather, go up there to Kayenta and and check it out. Uh, And it's beautiful, beautiful. And there'll be a lot of uh, performers out there and a great time for your family. And I'm sure there's going to be some food out there also. So we're planning on attending that tomorrow. So if you want to run into us, you'll run into us out there. And that would be a treat. Now, a way you might recognize us, Uh and I'm going to invite everybody to check Uh out Facebook. Okay. We are broadcasting live on Facebook. If you go to Radio St. George, that's Radio Space Mm -hmm. ST. Space George. Okay. Absolutely posed. We okay. are on camera. Yes, yes. You can check out the live broadcast of this show. Mm-hmm. And also, this will be archived. So if you go to that webpage, that Facebook page, you will be able to check out any of the shows we've done well, over yes. the past three, three seasons. Three seasons now. And wow. if they want to check out, too, this bright yellow bowling shirt I have on. <laughs> Which is, is how on the awesome. arts. Look at this. Yep. You'll yeah. recognize Christina tomorrow oh, when we're at Kayanta yeah. because she is going to be wearing I'll be her wearing golden bright on the arts shirt. shirt. Yes, and it's beautiful. And you yes. can check that out certainly we're on Facebook. We're thinking about starting a bowling league, too. You Absolutely. Know, for the on the arts. Mm-hmm. We'll call it On the Arts Spot Us 20. Well, we'll, one, we'll do Radio St. George Bowling. We're going to go ahead start a bowling team, and why not? I like that. Yeah, I think we could do it. So, I think, And we got yeah. the bowling shirts. Yeah. But we're also broadcasting live on YouTube. If you go in and check out On the mm-hmm. Arts with Michael and Christina Harding, you can check that out archived as well. And we'll also share this on our Facebook page, On the Arts with Michael mm-hmm. and Christina Harding on Facebook, yeah. for your viewing pleasure. pleasure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And so continuing on with Kayenta, they also have the Coyote Tells uh, April 28th. They're bringing it back for a special performance. Encore. Because it was so popular. And that will be on Sunday, April 28th at 6.30 p.m. You can have, and be, you're invited to do, join their pre-party. And then at 7.30, they have stories starting. And that's only for $20. So for $20, you get to join the party and then go into the beautiful space and listen to these wonderful stories. And that's Coyote Tells. I, I've heard a lot about the Coyote Tales, mm-hmm. actually, and, and they're very, very popular. When I first heard about them, mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, okay, great, people are going to stand you up and people tell are stories. Going, oh, that's what you thought of, didn't you? Coyote yeah. Tales, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not that's quite, but I'll go along. Right? Okay. <laughs> now I am. <laughs> but uh, apparently a lot of people really enjoy not only hearing mm-hmm. the stories, and but poetry, the, mm-hmm. and, poetry mm-hmm. and, and writing and short, uh, short literary exploits. Mm-hmm. But they've discovered something that we discovered on this show. People like to talk about themselves oh, and yes. tell their stories. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's a people very, are wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's an entertaining evening. Yes. And if you do not like that sort of thing, you prefer music. We also have the St. George Chamber Singers are performing Saturday, April 27th 
free at the Tabernacle. There's and, so much going on there. Yes, and they are one. We've had them on the show, and we support them and love what they do. And then also, I just found this today, and I know Nancy Allred, our guest, knows a little bit about this, but this is the Creative Age Arts and Healing Workshop, and that's Friday, May 24th, so it's a ways off, but you can register for this, and this looks um, wonderful. I just read up on this, and it says that it is examining the role that the arts play in promoting health and wellness for anyone seeking to live a creative and active life. And if you would like to register for that, it's only $50. And you can go to Arts Wash Co. That's arts, A-R-T-S-W-A-S-H-C-O.com. And you can register there. Only $50 for all these wonderful speakers they have lined up. And I thought that sounded wonderful to be going out here at Dixie State University. Well, it's something that I'm really liking to hear recently, I'd say within the last 10 years particularly, mm-hmm. are the use of arts in therapy. Yes. And in all kinds of situations, not only in, say, lockdown facilities with juveniles who need to get some yeah. focus and things of that sort, but there's also this wonderful video that it goes viral probably every six months of an older gentleman. Uh, and he's not that that's the funny wow. part. But, uh, come check out the funny old guy. No, the, the older gentleman, he's in an old age home and he's blind. Mm-hmm. And they start playing music yeah. for him from the fifties, I believe it is, and yeah. he just starts rocking out. And you see this person who really hasn't exhibited much personality, mm-hmm. all of a sudden coming alive mm-hmm. and sparkling with with the arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, and I I think that arts and therapy go hand in hand. I know my father, who was an accomplished pianist, that's when he became, he had Alzheimer's, and as soon as that he was in his last final stage of that. Uh, music played a big, important role in calming him down. So, yeah. And I've actually heard rumor, I don't know anything about this, but that mm. you can use wind instruments with asthmatics. I know that sounds incredibly counterintuitive, mm. uh, mm-hmm. but it actually helps. I, I don't know if you've ever tried to play a flute, but I will tell you, I've never been so lightheaded in my life. And I, imagine, yeah. I can only imagine an asthmatic mm. using that for therapy's sake. But so, so many wonderful opportunities. Yeah, we hope you'll check today. it out. Yeah. And that's artswashco.com? Yes, artswashco.com. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of doctors will encourage pianists as they get older and arthritis sets in that they keep, keep those fingers keep that going. So yeah. that's another facet of aging. <laughs> aging? What aging. is that? <laughs> well, welcome back to the studio, yes. Nancy. It's a pleasure Hello, to have you here. It's great to be here. Yay! And Love being with you two. <laughs> oh, it's great. We, you're one of the people that we've gotten to know quite well uh, here <laughs> yeah, in the studio. Yeah, and, uh-huh. see you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, tell us, you do have something coming up that I want to make sure we get mm-hmm. to, and that's a piano camp coming up in the near future? Yeah. We have the uh, Castle Rock piano or it's actually the castle rock music camp that is sponsored by the dixie state university music department it's been going on for many years and um it's uh, grown to have two weeks of camp activities so june 4th through 7th is the strings camp and dr Yu will talk about that and then the second um week of june june 11th through 14th is the piano camp so all the activities are dedicated solely to piano. Oh, and so yeah. What, what kind of activities are they? When I imagine a piano camp, I just imagine a lot of people sitting around playing piano. <laughs> what what actually happens? That's exciting. Well, we actually have it split into two different camps that week. We have a piano junior camp for ages eight to eleven. We started that last year, and it was highly successful. And they have classes in um, a lot of theirs are uh, activities, theory, theory, music theory activities, composer activities, um, little performing, and just inter- interacting with our guests. We have we have several faculty, and um, so we do all that for the little kids. And it's just nine uh, nine nine a.m. to eleven thirty. That's kind oh, of oh, that's not to eleven thirty a.m. I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> and not then bad. the regular camp is ages twelve to eighteen, and that goes all day nine to five. And there are evening performances, and uh, they have most of the classes are fifty minutes. They they have piano technique, but they do it in we do it in a fun way. 
and uh-huh. just lots of activities. We have a meet the composers class, and the kids, they love that. And again, there's all these games and activities associated with each, with each thing. Mm-hmm. Music theory, again, lots of games and activities. And um, uh, we have ensemble where they do duets and trios and quartets, oh, and we, wow. we find fun music. And they love that. Um, let me see what else. We have master classes with some of our regular faculty, and then our get, we have a guest artist that comes for Thursday and Friday of that week, um, and I'll talk about him in a minute, and just various, oh, they get a practice hour, so we we, talk, we have little, not lectures, but presentations where we teach them more about how to practice, performance tips, just, just various things. We let them ask questions, and they have a ball. So yeah, it's kind of the schedule, if you will. Mm -hmm. A lot of the young people I know, it's not about how to practice. It's how do you get them to practice? (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the the first year we did the piano camp several years ago, we didn't put a practice hour, a free hour in there. They, I mean, they had stuff all day long, but the one, and you know, we ask, you know, just give a little review. And the one thing they said was, we want to practice our, because we want to do what we're learning. So isn't that nice? Wow, they want to do it. So then we've (laughs) incorporated that in and they get to, and we have faculty and um, we always have a few college students that kind of intern and Mm -hmm. help out. And so we, it's uh, not totally supervised practicing because we go in and out of the practice rooms and Mm -hmm. help them and, and they they love it, and with a camp, you know, they interact with students, and some of these kids become lifelong friends. You know, they yeah, they're um, we have a whole lot of St. George or Southern Utah kids that come, but there's always a few from up north and oh, a little exciting. bit from Nevada. Not a lot, but we're trying to expand. Really? So now that we have um, dorms that are available in the in the summer, it's we can expand and try to get. Oh, that's great. How many would you say attend these camps? Last year, um, the piano, we had about 55 and strings about 55. So we had more than 100 kids over the two weeks. And and then there's evening performances and their families can come, you know, for those. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier something that really intrigues me, and that was duets and trios on piano. Mm -hmm. And I, I never really thought much about that. All that could do, uh, or all that did, was remind me of, there was a series of Victor Borga. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember who else it was. It was not Liberace. I know that. I think I would have remembered that pairing. Yeah. But it was Victor Borga and Ashkenazi or somebody. I, oh. I don't remember. Maybe even Andre Watts. I'm not uh-huh. sure. And they did this thing where one of them was playing and would, at any given time, would reach up and wipe the sweat from his brow. And he would slide over and the other would slide right in and pick it up. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Do you teach trick piano at this point? Oh, there there's actually several pieces that um, do that. Like we we have a piano ensemble class at Dixie for the college kids, and we just had a concert what last week. Mm-hmm. And one of the pieces, the they like switch on the bench, and it's fun. The audience loves it. Oh and yeah, there's several blast. pieces that do that. There's a a kind of a a spoof on um, chopsticks and then lists Hungarian Rhapsody number two. Somebody <laughs> merged all that and it's hilarious. And at one point, one performer pushes the other one off and they come around and then try to. Anyway, so and audiences love that. Piano, ensemble, the athletic sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ensemble music is generally lighter and uh, a lot of arranging of famous tunes and things. And mm-hmm. so um, it's kind of an audience grabber. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the kids love it and they so it's fun. It's a fun thing to do in a camp. Is is lunch provided for the children at the camp? Yes. Uh, oh. For the kids that go all day. Uh-huh. So they that's part of their uh tuition if you will. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not going to feed those little kids, just the older ones. Yeah. So, like the last two years, I've ordered Panda for one of the days. Panda, Panda Express, and boy, what? that's a hit. That oh yeah. Chicken, isn't that funny? <laughs> Can we do this again, Doctor Albert? No, one day. Oh, it's usually the most expensive. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. wow, that's great. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we do that. We'll do sandwiches one day, and and what else do we do? Pizza one day, and. There's something else that I can't remember. Oh, sounds good already. We order them the, the week yeah. before. and Oh, they usually mm-hmm. go to our cafe, the Red Rock. Red what Rock do they call cafe. it? The, the, Trailblazer the Red Rock Cafe. Trailba- um, but tra- they're doing a lot of construction, so we'll see if it's 
finished. Yeah, I think there's there's a, a chain coming in. I think Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A <gasps> is coming so in. So the kids will usually like that. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I'd so say we'll anything see. edible the kids yeah. will like. <laughs> that's our... so, and we usually have snacks too. Oh, so that's because that, that's a long day. Yeah. 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 Well, I remember uh, up north at the Shakespeare Festival. There's a uh, camp to train young actors mm-hmm. in yep. Shakespeare. And I remember this was quite a while ago, maybe 16, 17 years ago. And it's quite an expensive little camp if you do everything. Mm-hmm. And they have scholarships available and things of that sort to help you out. But I'm always amazed at the kids who come through. And they've said this straight out. You ask them, so why are you here? What do you want to learn? And they just say, well, I really like the baked potatoes yeah. from the concession <laughs> stand. And I think if your parents could hear Food. you now. Yeah. yeah. But that's, you mentioned earlier that you have a special guest yes. coming in. And who is that? It's Dr. Keenan Reeser. He is the piano professor and uh, music history professor at Southern Virginia University. And uh, he got his bachelor's at Utah State, studied with Gary Amano, then went to um, USC, got a master's in piano, and then stayed and got a PhD in musicology. So he is amazing. He has performed here several times in southern Utah. His, let's see, his wife's grandma, I believe, is it? Uh, Noni Sorensen, do you know her? I'm not anyway, sure. Anyway, uh, anyway, so they've got connect, they've got Southern Utah connections, oh. and he's awesome. His performing is just out of this world. You just, oh. and he's done master classes here for our students, and he's awesome. So we, you know, every the last couple of years we've gotten guest artists, and mm-hmm. um. Not We have our own faculty, which are just wonderful. So he'll be here for the Thursday and Friday of the camp. And so the rest of the faculty will get it going. And then we, we have master classes with him. And the students can also sign up to take a half-hour private lesson with him. Wow. We, last year we had Josh Wright. And I think 17 of the kids signed up for private lessons with Josh and loved it. We also They can also sign up for uh, to take from some of the other faculty mm-hmm. Um so, like Brandon Lee, and mm-hmm. and Brandon's a big hit. I haven't heard always. from Brandon in quite yeah. a while. How's he doing? <laughs> he's doing great, and he teaches for us every year, and he's awesome. So, a lot of the kids like studying with him. So, mm-hmm. it's pretty I, fun. Something I've always been curious about with piano lessons, I think if you were to poll, I would say probably everybody in St. George, nine out of ten would have taken piano lessons mm-hmm. at some point yes. in their life. It, it, it's a very common thing. But then you have the people who truly study piano and the people who really go on beyond playing hot cross buns or you know, <laughs> doing the skip through Malou. Yeah. Oh, wow. things. What is it to study piano? Going through, you mentioned people having their, their doctorates and studying it. Is, is it just practicing a lot or what, what do you do? Well, just like with any degree, you have the whole gamut of classes, you know. So if you get a music degree and you focus on piano, you'll take two years of music theory and air training. You have um, conducting different. I, we, I had to have two or three semesters of conducting and, and you, you take pian, private piano with a professor one-on-one all the years you're doing that. And you have piano literature, hmm. two semesters, piano pedagogy, learn how to teach, you know, counterpoint orchestration that that was just the bachelor's and then when you move on to and you have to do recitals so solo recitals i had to do a junior recital a senior recital (laughs) (laughs) which are major 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 performances and then you go on so if you're serious you know and that's always interesting if a student Mm -hmm. says i really want to do this you know and so if you're really serious then you go on and get a master's and and it's just the classes are more elevated just like mm-hmm. with graduate classes and you usually take two or three semesters of music history so like you take a romantic period class and a impressionistic class or you know baroque and then you'll have specialized piano classes so again piano literature and piano oh. pedagogy and then you have to do a one or two master's recitals and um, those are usually an hour of music and it's Pretty crazy. That's intense. Yeah, and then you go on and do a doctorate if you want to keep going. going. Yeah, same thing. You take lots of music history courses and and specialized piano lit or pedagogy and um, and lots of exams. You know, you, mm-hmm. you have entrance exams, you have qualifying exams. They they keep trying to 
make sure that you need to be there. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and then in the doctorate, I had to do four full recitals. The last oh. one was a lecture recital. So you do research and research and research and prepare a half hour lecture and then you perform for a half hour. And, wow. And then after you do all that, you have your final doctoral exams and then you do write your dissertation. I mean, it's massive. Yes. Yes. I think back to my first teacher, Mrs. McElveen, and I didn't do anything like that. I think I spent about six months on one piece, and she finally gave up mm. with that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just hit my mic with my earphone. I think you just hit the, that was just, I hope our well, audience saw yeah. that. Teaching, teaching younger children in the pre-college years is a whole different ballgame than what I've just described, you know, because yeah. I have a whole group of piano majors and and it they're already depends on what they're they want to do a lot of yeah. them just want that bachelor's and and then they want to go off and teach or or go be a collaborative pianist or whatever it is or they want to go to grad school and do something else you mm-hmm. know but um the the younger kids are it's a whole you you want to form their technique and their whole foundation and and uh it's totally different. Do you and go, you've got to help oh. them love music. Right. Do you go into the schools and promote this workshop? or how We do just you did out? today. Oh, fantastic. Yep, sorry, where did I you go? Yeah. No. Uh, we go? went to, uh, where did we go today? <laughs> I said we went blur. to Snow Canyon <laughs> High oh. School. And Kauai and I, and we performed for them and then and then talked about the camp and stuff. And, and then uh, Mr. Moore had me work with three different some pianists. Oh, how so, exciting! So while the kids watched, so and then Kawhi went in the other room and did all did all the cellos. Uh-huh. Then we went over to um, Desert Hills High School uh-huh. and did. We just did presentations and performed for them, and it was fun. That's great. Yeah, and I would I mean I would see that it would probably get recruitment. At, I mean, the students would want to sure. be mm-hmm. you know be a part of this when they meet you and Kawhi and be like, yeah. I want to join that. <laughs> Well, and one yeah. thing we want to do as is, is Dixie State is to have the campus be open for the community, mm. for the for the younger kids. I call them kids. Sorry. Well, they're all kids, right? <laughs> so that they are comfortable in, yeah. in being here. I started a thing this um, year, um, uh, the Allstein. Well, we've been doing an Allstein Way series for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But I just this year started a honors recitals for college kids and oh. all they just have to have a recommendation for for their teacher we had one last night we had 25 students perform what yeah so That's and exciting. we did one three weeks ago and um how many 10 11 so we doubled and yeah. then we have another one on may 8th so oh, i was just kind of trying this out and there's not a lot of performing spaces mm-hmm. for teachers to bring their students and right and we have a beautiful as you know steinway oh. piano yeah <laughs> two of them oh yeah yeah oh. so what a great opportunity and we, we mm-hmm. always talk about the students who are really anxious to come every teacher has a story about this is putting you on the spot has Uh-oh. a story about a student who started out not really into it but then you watch the excitement go have you seen any of that happen with the people who come for the camp oh yeah 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 yeah, you'll uh, there, you'll have students that are kind of timid, and they're not sure. <laughs> but you watch, and you can't you don't want to force students to be friends with each other. But you just watch them, and that's why lunch isn't it's an hour, and and they sit down and they start. Relax, yeah. You know, and there are some kids that are kind of loners the first day yeah, or so, yeah. and then, but you see them start interacting, and then you see these wonderful students who notice somebody's alone and they'll go sit with them and you, uh, yes uh-huh. i just love these kids <laughs> and they get to know each other and they've they've interacted in class and my thing is falling off oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> and uh so it's wonderful so uh, these little activities and they they do mark Goobler is our he um uh is in charge of the schedule for the um the regular piano camp and he does a great job and he puts a I don't remember if it's a half hour of activities towards the end of the day. Oh. So they kind of let their hair down and go outside. And relax and, for a little bit. In and, the yeah. heat. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Pull off some steam. So, uh-huh. so that's yeah. that's as much a part of it and, and an important part as all of the musical things that we that's teach them. Wonderful. All the relationships. Well, Nancy, we are out of time out for of our time. first yeah, segment. Take a, isn't that take a crazy? quick commercial. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna listen to some information and yeah. then we'll be right back with On the Arts. Howdy folks, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. This week we'll be playing a raft of great old traditional songs performed by Jimbo, Mathis, and Kinfolks. Historian Dr. Brooks Blevins profiles the curious story of Katie Heidi. And I'll be making my weekly trip down into the archives, where my buddy Mark Jones has found an old recording of banjo master Jimmy Connor this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Ozark Highlands Radio, Sunday nights at 10 on Radio St. George 100.3. And now this health tip from Stapley Pharmacy. Sore throats stink. Often when a college student gets a sore throat, they reach for the -the over-the-counter, sugary, dreadful tasting cough drop in an often unsuccessful attempt to relieve that awful, scratchy feeling. All the while, you are missing your classes. Instead, how about a flavored lollipop that contains a numbing agent that blocks the pain signals to your brain? It's perfect for post-tonsillectomy or oral surgery and can even help with pain from cankers and herpes breakouts. Sore throat lollipops won't take the place of an antibiotic if you're sick, but will help with your pain. These lollipops must be prescribed by a physician, but your on-campus health center is familiar with this product. All you have to do is ask your provider for a prescription. If you have questions, talk to your favorite pharmacist, and remember, your pharmacist is your most accessible medical professional. Stapley Pharmacy has your prescription for success. The city of St. George is one of the fastest growing communities in the United States and is world-renowned for its outdoor activities. sgcity.org slash event calendar is a complete list of all the events the city of St. George puts on. Pickleball, swimming, festivals, classes, camps, and lessons for old and young alike. A list of things so long we can't see them all here. Find out what's happening in St. George at sgcity.org slash event calendar. A reminder to all DSU students that the DSU Police Department has a secure lost and found drop box in their lobby, which is available 24-7 and video monitored. So if you have lost important items such as cash, wallets, cell phones, computers, or jewelry, then make sure to head down to the DSU Police Department. And to report a lost item, go to publicsafety.dixie.edu. Six String Soldiers, a country music group made up of active duty soldiers, perform at the Electric Theater on May 7th at 7 p.m. with special guest Eric Dodge. Tickets are free, but they must be reserved. The event takes place Tuesday, May 7th at 7 p.m. in the Electric Theater in St. George, Utah. No batteries included. It's Toy Talk with me, Dr. Tasha Toy. I invite friends and community members in for probative interviews about relationships, self-care, and so much more. Join me for Toy Talk. Toy Talk, Wednesdays at 3.30 on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. Enjoy the New York Philharmonic. Wednesdays from 11 to 1 on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. Welcome back to Radio St. George 100.3 with On the Arts. And now your hosts, Michael and Christina Hardy. And we're Hello, back. Oh, we're back. Here with On the Arts, that yeah. show that is dedicated to blowing the lid off of all of those little mm-hmm. artistic secrets that we have here in Southern Utah. Yes. Now, we had a really good time last segment talking to Dr. Nancy Allred. Mm-hmm. Now, we've had a little change of oh, guest yeah. right we now. We were sneaky. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Very, very stealth. Yep. And we have in the studio a guest that we've had before on the mm-hmm. show, and that's that's Dr. Kawai Yu. Hello. 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 How are you? <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to be back. Yeah. That's right. It's always a pleasure when we go back and we go through all of the interviews that we've had, and we find people that we've just had a great time with, mm-hmm. and we're able to get them back here yep. in the studio. Yep. Well, we just run them down and say, hey, we want you back on the show. <laughs> please, please be on our show. Oh, thank <laughs> yeah. you. But most people, it only takes four or five times before they tell us to go away yeah. or they say yes. Or they yes, just say so. yes to get us off their, yeah. Right. But anyways, welcome back. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, we were talking actually to Dr. Allred right. about some camps that are coming up. Mm-hmm. And of course, you're not known for the piano. You're known for a stringed <gasps> instrument oh, called... 
Chella. The Chella. <laughs> <laughs> we needed no. a drum roll there. Uh, I know. Oh. We got to get some sound effects in oh, here. I've always wanted to play the cello. Oh. Always. You should. Oh, I should. See? I should. There's never too late. Right. To and it, you're right. It is Sorry. never too late. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would love to play the cello. It's always been a dream of mine. So. Well, and actually, yeah. we, we walk by your office actually quite often, yeah. and we'll hear you teaching a lesson in there or something. And oh, it's a beautiful, yes. And Christina, okay. you, you, light, you brighten up I every do. time you hear I it. I do. I love the cello. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. It. So, Kawhi, what's going on with this camp? What is yes. it? And tell us about it. Yeah, so um, Castle Rock Music Camp, um, as Nancy probably already, um, Dr. Allright, you talked to, to you about the piano camp. So we have the string camp, uh, June 4 to 7. So Tuesday to Friday, four days, okay. and um, we focus. Uh, the st- so it's for students from twelve years old all the way to eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. um, and in in the camp, they will have experiences in orchestra playing. So there be there were two camp orchestras, string orchestra. Um, so they play wonderful repertoire. Um, one orchestra is led by Dr. Paul Abeg, our colleague oh, at Dixie State, great. and the other orchestra is led by uh, Mrs. Um, Kirsten Canland, uh, wonderful um, director. Um, besides orchestra that a lot of kids have been already doing in school, which they will probably will definitely enjoy doing it, uh, continuing doing it in the summer, uh, they will also be playing in uh, small chamber groups. Mm-hmm. So string quartets, trios, Quintets and uh, so to learn as in in a small groups um, setting, which is which not all um, school um, kids have that opportunity as you yes. know as as early as until they go to college, um, and then also solo playing that they will get to work on um, you know in technique class in um, master classes and then also quite a bit of different uh, lectures. Um, I think Dr. Art probably talked about the piano camp with the different classes as well. Mm-hmm. We have, for example, a class is about um, how to practice efficiently. <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> we talked about that. And, yeah. you know, things like, you know, uh, violin maintenance um, or, or music theory-related uh, subjects and so, or state fright or how to how to get ready for performance and uh, things like that. Um, but one thing that I definitely, you know, um, would like to s- spread about that, you know, about going to music camp is, is the uh, making new friends uh, and connect with old friends also, of course, <laughs> uh, because it's very important, um, you know, as artists, as musicians, or as just anybody, you know, in a summer camp, you know, really have a great time, um, you know, uh, and, you know, play together. I have actually personally um, benefits from going to music camp as a kid. Uh, I have some good friends, long-time friends that I met 20 years ago. I still <laughs> in touch with them. It's funny because actually I was in, in a conference presenting um, and I met someone who actually I met, like, we went to music camp together in 2003 and, and like, everybody, you know, when we were still students back then, like, you know, college students and then now we are professors and, and, <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's, it's a great, great um, four days of experience and particularly when when young kids stay in a um regular semesters they're busy with like classes different mm-hmm. homework on yeah. of course in addition to like family events and sport events and other things they could actually in four days they could focus um play music oh. and enjoy it fully and, yeah. and with with friends um and wonderful faculty members. Ah, yes. I consider myself one of them. So um, the string camp, um, there are eight string instructors. Um, so I already mentioned Dr. Paul Abag, mm-hmm. uh, myself, and uh, Dr. Uh, Robert Matheson on the double oh, bass. Oh, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, we know him. <laughs> and Linda DeLuca, uh, who, yeah. who, who teaches viola and violin also. Um, and then... And then we have uh, Kirsten Cannon, who, who from the more from the high school perspective, uh, teaching from Desert Hills High School Orchestra, mm-hmm. and as well as uh, Kylie Kologi, who who is the Dixie Middle School uh, director, who is fantastic violinist as well to be on the faculty. And then we have two more uh, from outside uh, St. George, um, uh, Dr. Marcel Bowman, and uh, as well as Monica uh, Bowman, his wife, mm-hmm. uh, one violinist and cellist, and they coming from Provo area. Um, and on top of that, we have a uh, guest artist, Misha Wojcinski. Great, great concert violinist, really fabulous. Um, 
concert um, chamber musicians as well as uh, orchestral musician and great teacher. So, wow. So we have since campers, student yeah. campers, participants will get to work with all these um, wonderful instructors every day. What a great thing to put your children into. You know? Yeah. What right. a wonderful and what a wonderful thing you're doing for this community. Oh, thank right you. Yes. Yeah. And the great thing is so valuable and it's also affordable. And and so um and and they could already sign up online now um for that four days experience and um oh, where do they go to sign up for this? Yes. Oh um, so it's music.dixie.edu. Oh that makes sense. Slash <laughs> Castle Rock. <laughs> One word. Castle Rock, one yes. word. All right. Gotcha. So. Slash Castle Rock. Slash Castle Rock. Right. That's right. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, I had, I, I've been really looking forward to having you in the studio to talk to you yeah. about a kind of practice. Um, oh, and this what? Is, I was reading an article. Uh-oh. I do read occasionally. He's reading. Oh. And uh, it, it was about a young man who was auditioning for Juilliard. Oh, and okay. he, he was talking about what his private teacher was putting him through to prepare him for yes. that and also larger performances. And, of course, we talked a little bit to Dr. Allred about this as well. Most people think of practicing. You you play it through. You work a little bit right. and get your technique and, and, and try mm-hmm. to make it listenable, I guess would be I the know. word. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, he was describing that his private teacher would have him go and run around the block three times. And in New York, blocks are big, wow. very big. And so he would come back in and his fingers would be sweating and his heart would be going. And she would make him play the piece then and say, okay, now you know how to do it when you're anxious. And then she would also, uh, in order to get her students to really understand the music, they would have to play it 20 times slower than mm-hmm. it actually went. So they would have to actually experience right. each note, experience each bit of rhythm and learn the piece that way. Have you ever worked that way? Oh, slow practice is really important uh-huh. uh, for for musician definitely. For I mean, I'm, I'm sure for other artists or for you know, um, it's um, if you want to play you know really accurately and be able to be expressive also, um, it's you, you got to look into the details. And sometimes, you know, if you just keep playing things fast, you know, you don't. It, it's so easy to um, just okay, it's just run through because it's 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 very common for like students that I work with like they just run through the piece. Oh, I played for the piece five times today. <laughs> Yay! I practice. Okay, I, I practice. Uh, you know, get, sometimes they get a sticker that. You yes, know. Right. yes. For younger students, you know, I there's it's it's slightly different sometimes uh, for all beginners. Uh, but if you are you know going to a more advanced level or one deeper level. Um, and and you want to fix things. I always work with kids. Well, look at small chunks, like small parts of the piece. Don't just always start from the first note, play all the way to the end. Because by the you know when you go to the middle, it's like oh oh it's some, there's some wrong. Note. Well, let's go, let's keep going, and then come back to it, and then you forget about it. Right. Or oh, yeah. or you okay? Oh, we're not having enough time. You know. Oh, dinner time. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't have any time to practice. But so it's important to 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 organize the practice. Um, you know. What today? What are you going to focus on? And and you know and take, you know tackle them. You know maybe I will work on this ending. Oh, this is the most difficult part. I mark it. You know when uh-huh. I learn it in the piece, um, and I work on just that. And and sometimes I would even ask students to just focus on one thing or two things. Like oh well, I'll work on intonation today on this particular repertoire. Um, and then I would just work on you know right hand technique, how to use the bow for that one, and and things like that. Um, I find it, you know, it's important to uh, think about a quality as opposed to just quantity of practice. Mm. Uh, in fact, talking about that, you know, you talk about practice, it, frequency is important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that people feel like, oh, yeah, how many, how, you know, they keep asking me, how many hours you practice? You know, there's a common qu- questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of thinking about, oh, yeah, I practice 10 hours today and then I don't practice another two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I think you might actually benefit more if you practice like one hour today, but every day. Or maybe you can get one day off, like Sunday, uh, or a shorter time that day. Um, but consistency is something uh, that, you know, practice, that's something we need. And, and slow practice is one of, the, uh, one of the ways that you can explore being consistent. I play that, you know, 10 times, but be able to, in that slow speed, I could tackle it. And now I could go to a little faster speed with the metronome, turn it on, right. <laughs> click, mm. click, click. 
And now, now kids, kids don't have excuse because you know you you can have metronome app on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I so, couldn't find a metronome. <laughs> yeah, and they're free as well. And so, they're free. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so so that's some of my tips of you know how to practice and yeah. Well, I remember one of the most poignant lessons I ever had in really knowing a piece of music was from a teacher I had named Milton Kidd. Milton oh. Kidd. And he taught me piano. It, I mentioned a few of my piano teachers. They were all frustrated with me and passed me to other teachers. But I remember... <laughs> I, oh, yes. <laughs> I, I was an arrogant little kid. And you? I'm still... Yeah. Oh. I don't think I ever grew out of that. Man. But uh, I remember I learned this piece, and I was going to show him I could learn this piece. And I got to the point where I could play it through, and I could play it faster than mm-hmm. the tempo marked. I was that good. And, you know, I, I could do it flawlessly. And I went in ready to impress my teacher... And I sat down and I played it through. And he said, okay, do it again. So I did it again. And then he was like, so you've learned that pretty well. I said, yeah, I know uh-huh. that piece pretty much backwards and forwards. And he said, well, play it backwards. Oh. I said, well, okay, I know it <laughs> forwards. And then he was like, I've got an easier thing for you. Just play the right hand. Mm. And so I said, ah, okay, I can do that. And I sat down and I took the, my left hand off the keyboard. And I kept trying to do it and I couldn't. And then he said, mm. now play the left hand. Ouch. And so I put it up there and I couldn't play it. And then he said, now play them together. And then I put my hands together and I played the whole piece and was really good for that moment. And he said, now how well do you think you really know that piece? And it occurred to me, and I will never forget that moment Mm. where it occurred to me, I didn't know it at all. I had some muscle memory. Mm -hmm. And I knew, okay, well, this this key gets hit after this key. But I didn't really know the music. Mm. I didn't understand how it all worked together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Breaking breaking it down, some it's really like what that's essentially what it is. Like just work on the right hand or just work on the left hand, um, and and that's uh, that's applied to other instruments too. Uh, like you know, um, like you know, sometimes I ask students like cello, you know, string instruments like oh, just work on the open string or the string crossing, crossing from one string to another string. How much bow you use, how the speed adjusting. Yeah. Sometimes you know, just play open string without the left hand pressing down the strings and work on that. Individually, and then sometimes do the other way around to just press the left hand and whip out the bow. Um, and that, of course, that applies to other instruments, including voice. Yeah, um, yeah. sometimes you you know say the rhythm, you know, or just speak the way you're gonna sing that song, mm-hmm. right? Uh, before before you're adding the voice, um, actually singing voice to it. It doesn't sound so overwhelming as doing the whole entire piece for a, a practice, you know, right. breaking it down it yes. sounds more doable. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's also efficient way of looking into yeah. it. Um, yeah. Because it, well, the, the parts that you sound already sound pretty good already. Maybe yeah. you don't need to keep repeating it <laughs> right. all the time. Yeah. Um, although you know uh, there there will be time when you need to run through it. Of course, you know mm-hmm. you, you have dress rehearsal. You gotta you know the concert is tomorrow. You know you're gonna run through it to see if you hopefully remember. <laughs> <laughs> see if you can remember it. Oh no. But but um, yeah. You have to tackle the parts that mm-hmm. definitely you you know need to break it down or, or the small pieces you know small chunks or yeah just the just the portion of the technique that mm-hmm. you want to focus on. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to do an informal poll out there, and uh, you know if you want, you can certainly comment on our Facebook page on the arts. But I wonder if anybody else has done this. When I was practicing as a kid, mm-hmm. quite often I would time the piece. And say the piece was going to take two minutes and 20 seconds to perform. Uh And I knew my parents wanted me to practice for an hour. I would divide up that 60 minutes and say, if I just play this through 22 times, I will have filled the hour. Have you ever done that? I did, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All these little techniques we use. Oh, yes. The secret. I think I have actually done that. (laughs) I have thought of that. Well, yeah, and then and then you have one more piece, then you can fill even more hours. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Um, and and but of course, you know, I it's yeah, it's that's it's good to structure it. Talking about writing it down or thinking about this kind of way of thinking it, uh, I I do um, one thing that I ask a lot of my students to do is to write a practice journal. Mm. It's it's um, so they basically have to write a log. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, like today, how much time you practice? What pieces do you work on? What are the things that you struggle? Um, yeah. Like you know, and technically and musically, um, and what you improved from last mm-hmm. time. It's kind of like a doc, doc documentary for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you know, after you practice, and like next week you look back. Oh, what did I improve? You know, <laughs> have I? You know, or what have I not? <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, and 
so there there are ways like that that we could we could think think about what 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 are we going to focus mm-hmm. and and it's it's important uh, for students to think about well as a teacher do you have a set curriculum that you put your private students through or is it individual to the student yeah. like do you take them from this composer to this composer to this composer mm-hmm. or do you switch it up um it's there's yes um uh, there actually both to, to your answer is um i do have to you know uh tailor to different uh range of you know different level of students um because you know more beginners then there are certain things that they work on more uh and and so and, and some more advanced students are longer lessons anyway so they work on things that are differently for instance but there are several elements that i definitely uh would love to have that in in in, in my like you know cello lessons uh, for students, we often do scales, mm-hmm. arpeggios, like you know, very basic uh, technical uh, routine. And then uh, the other elements that we definitely do is is some technical studies. Like there are some, you know, um, like etude that we call like really work on the particular technique, like vibrato exercises or uh-huh. or shifting from one position to another, hand positions, and uh, the bowing technique. You know, different working on different. Um, Boeing articulations and things like that, and then the main repertoire. Hmm. Um, if you think of that way, I, I kind of find sometimes kids like, "Why do I have to do this?" You know, some teachers have different opinions about that. Um, but I always tell them, you know, you don't you don't go to a you know restaurant and just keep eating a dessert right away. Um, <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> you know, like like you know, like I, like I do now, right? You're right. Um, um, <laughs> You know, there's some good, you know, uh, healthy food for you. Um, you know, dessert could be healthy too, but you you have salad, and then you have the main course, which is the big pieces. But you have some you know, things that are really good for you, scales and etude. You know, first of all, it it helps you, you know, to prepare you with the technique that you need. Secondly, it it warms you up as well uh, when you you have work on those scales and to start with. You know, when you you can't just start and play. Flight of the bumblebees, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you you want to get yourself ready for it, and and um, and it's 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 interesting, you know. And 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 when you go to a basketball game, you know, you always like, oh yeah, I watched the game, right? But when you look into like the professional NBA players or or just even school team, they mm-hmm. they practice how to shoot, practice how to, you know just running around. Those are kind of the elements that we're talking about, like scales mm-hmm. in musically in musical terms or atrid. You know, or studies. Um, as far as the repertoire go, um, definitely I, I make sure that you know students have a contrasting uh, repertoire as well. So contrasting, in a sense, could be you know there's some time periods. So you could have some Baroque pieces, you know, Bach, you know, mm-hmm. Vivaldi, and you have some more classical uh, era um, music like you know Beethoven or, or in the Romantic period, and then more contemporary music as well. Um, it depends on the student's level, mm-hmm. and um, there are some certain method books that arrange those pieces in a certain uh, difficult difficulty level um, order for um, especially for uh, less advanced students. So I use some of those. Uh, you know, those there could be like Suzuki method or you know or different kind of method books mm-hmm. that they they follow. And so as a teacher. And and that's why I love the job being a teacher or love mm-hmm. the you know the profession being a teacher is I I you know you have to be flexible yeah and you have <laughs> you try to help to see what students uh, need particular need uh, because there are students who come in you know with yeah he 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 or she is very very talented but don't have the discipline yet don't have the uh, technical foundation mm-hmm. yet so I have to focus more on that side. Whereas there are students who come in, yeah, they learn technically really, really, you know, flourish. They can play very mm-hmm. fast and very accurately and stuff, but they, they're not very musical yet. They ah. play almost so, you know, mechanically. Ah. Uh, so you have to inspire them and, and sing, mm-hmm. sing the phrases with them, um, you know, ask them to listen to different kind of music, mm-hmm. um, you know, and talk more about phrasing or about, you know, um, how you're going to shape the music better. So well, it's, it's quite interesting uh, when you go into a lesson and and 
sometimes I feel like I'm prepared for this lesson, but you know, there's always surprise. Well, you sound so positive as you talk about this. And I can imagine if any mom's listening or a dad out there that wants their children to take these workshops, I know what would be important for me as a mom is that my child is going to go into this uh, two-week workshop and mm-hmm. be, have a positive experience with with instruments. And it sounds like that's what this is. This is what it's going to be. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, very, and it's for the four days camp. They, um, of course, this the, the the lesson plan that I kind of talk about is more focused on like one on one lesson. Mm-hmm. In the music camp, it will be more like a class setting. Uh-huh. But a lot of those, you're absolutely right. A lot of those will be applying to yeah. that, um, focusing on you know helping the students of different. Uh, musical background coming from different. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what matters. I know because a lot of parents would be if they had a shy child that was scared to go. You know, I would want to know that the instructors were going to be positive and uplifting for my oh, child absolutely. through the whole event. You know, in in fact, mm-hmm. when the first day when they go to the music camp, there is a little kind of they play for us first. You know, uh, and then play for everybody or just it's you, just the, the instructors. Oh, okay, uh, and then we'll and then we'll divide them uh, okay. into different. You know. Uh, small groups for the chamber music part of that oh, that great. I mentioned so like okay. quartet trio um, those they were divided into groups that of their you know with others uh, participants that are similar in, in the level the mm-hmm. level oh that's age. great oh uh, good and there are two camel orchestra as well so there's oh. one more advanced orchestra that one is uh, junior orchestra or uh, so the you know so students coming they don't have to worry like oh yeah I can't play the piece or, or if it's too easy uh, <laughs> yeah we'll, it's always possible, you know. Yeah. And but I, you know, if that's the, if that's the case, I always challenge them. Like, hey, you know, if you <laughs> you think this is too easy, play even better. Ah. <laughs> play more in depth. Yeah. Do more research. Show me more. Be a leader mm-hmm. of the group. Mm-hmm. And then if if it's like too difficult, then I tell you know I encourage them. Well, try your best and see how much you can tackle. Great. If not one hundred percent, can you tackle seventy mm, percent? You know, uh, the first few days, and then push. <laughs> Maybe you can go through, go over the limit mm-hmm. a little bit in the concert, you know. Well, it, Kawhi, unfortunately, as is always the case, we are out of yes. time. But first, but we no have kidding. to give you, you get the honor of receiving an On the Arts 100.3 Radio St. George post-it for our swag. Oh, yes. fantastic. <laughs> Only Thank the you. best for you. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. if you don't like our yeah. swag, you'll love our swagger. Yeah, That's yeah. what we say. <laughs> Wonderful. Only a special post-it for you. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Kawhi, <laughs> thank you so much for being a guest with us again here on the show. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank and you. Oh, yeah. Hopefully in season four, we can have you and Dr. Oh, we will Allred definitely back. have you back. Yes. And Thanks, thank you for sharing your talents and your gifts with the Castle Rock Camp. Am I saying that yes, correct? Yes, absolutely. And again, check it out at music.dixie.edu slash Castle Rock, all one word. Nice, (laughs) Michael. Impressive. (laughs) Now, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners over season three. Yeah. And let you know. Have a great summer. Have a great summer, and we'll see you in the fall. See you in August. Bye bye. And until then, keep your focus on the The arts. arts. You've been listening to On the Arts with Michael and Christina Harding. Search Facebook, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify for Radio St. George to view video and podcasts of this show or go to RadioStGeorge.com. Join us Tuesdays and Thursdays at 4 for On the Arts on Radio St. George 100.3. KDXI, St. George.